0: Hey guys, can you hear me? How's it going? Trial and error. Trial and error. Episode 2 of Keen on Things. Patrick Keen is your host. Keen on Things podcast. I am coming at you live, dead, whatever you want it to be. Um, Guys, this is crazy, right? We're in week 2 or 3. I'm coming at you. Late March, uh, episode 2 of the Keen on Things podcast. uh, Going by Tiger Keen. Because that's what's big right now. By the time this is released and you hear this, you'll be so over things like um, The Tiger King. But uh, that's what's going on right now. That's the hot thing on Netflix, that Ozarks just coming out. Hey, they're right next to each other, those two shows. Oklahoma and Arkansas, if you don't count where Carol's from, which I believe is Tampa. And then the Myrtle Beach Magician guy. Um, So yeah, this is episode two, keen on things. And going to review... Episode one really quick. We're doing this. We're doing half hours, right? And we're going to have about five of these before they hit the market. And then you can uh, sign on, register, follow on all the uh, streaming services. Um, Trying to not breathe as heavy in episode two. I was breathing heavy in episode one. Anxious, felt weird, excited, inexperienced. That's all changing. Having fun, though. And that's what it's all about, I think. I think that's what it's all about. People are like, oh, it's all about fun and enjoying yourself. I don't know that. I don't know. I think some people, the enjoyment is the lack of enjoyment. You know what I'm saying? Either working to make yourself better or obsessing that you're not working. That's where the enjoyment is for a lot of people. We've come to that point in history, mostly for white people. This is all white people's problems, this whole thing. Um, sorry if I talk too fast or too much. How am I talking too much? These are some of the notes. Some of the notes I have. I just don't want to bore you. I don't want to have silent... Uh, You know, awkward silences or dead air is what it's called Um, but I have to get some form of sanity at some point so if I talk enough maybe it'll be interesting at some point, it's going to keep these to a half hour some of you wanted a lot less, some of you were like can you keep it to five minutes and are being forced to listen to this Um, last episode I finished talking about my last name spelling, Keane, K-E-A-N-E I didn't know how to spell it in the first grade getting right into things i didn't know how to spell it i needed sister Anne to spell it out for me only on day one she's like does anybody not know how to spell their last name and like three of us laguna beach grade school st Catharines. um sister Anne was first grade sister mary second grade and then it got into lay people and boy did our third grade teacher get lay uh no names mentioned and then i went back to sister rita in fourth grade we got back to basics and then uh up into the middle years and then junior high mr walker and stuff like that but i wasn't there i was back and forth guys i was back and forth between south orange county and the toledo michigan border i was back and forth between schools st clements was the school in toledo um god this is such a cry for help this podcast but we're on lockdown i got to get something out of this right i said that in practice once i was on uh, first team offense and we were going against uh, first team defense and some of the guys did crossover so they started both ways or they got playing time both ways i didn't really play that much defense so i would play on the first i would play the first team defense i'd be on the scout team the offensive scout team cuz i wanted to get extra reps against top guys from our defense and one time the defense was just dominating us and i yelled at like the rest of the guys on the o line i was like come on let's get something out of this and our offense line coach Uranic was just like so thrilled to hear that. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, Keen, there you go. Let's get something out of this, guys." Like it really ignited him. But I think he saw how uh, genuine I was because I did. I didn't want it to just be us to be punching bags. Anyway, wow, um, Patrick Keen, K E A N E. Didn't know how to spell my last name. First grade, I was timid. I feel bad for my parents, man. I was kind of shy and scared and timid. Uh, I was eventually held back a year in junior high. I did seventh grade twice, two different public schools. Um, Los Alisos and then Newhart and uh, thats I tell you, you want to meet Mission Viejo that's the way to do it, go to two separate uh, schools, and then for 8th grade I went back to St. Catherine's in Laguna Beach but, uh, so I did two years 7th grade, and I was a pussy man I really was, I was i was sneaky though I could get out of things, I wasn't molested I was an altar boy, a grown up Catholic and I was not molested, just because I was like tricky and sneaky, like I could get out of it if I had to, you know um, i could be like, hey, let me, I'm going to go, you know, get some ice cream. Do you want one? And then I'd make a break for it. Get some ice cream. I think we all know who I'm talking Um Growing up early years, hung out with the Duncans and the Paritas. Uh, Paul and David Duncan were twins I hung out with, two of the toughest kids uh, in the school, maybe in the whole friggin' county. And then Paritas, I hung out with a kid named Mark, who was in my class. Al was a year behind me. Eventually, it's my same year because I stayed back. And then they had an older brother, Claudio, who was even tougher than the Duncans. And these were the toughest kids in the county, man. I, I I just didn't have any fears. But but what it was like the movie Unbreakable, where I was the biggest pussy, so I had to surround myself with those tough guys. Um, if I just had my own self-esteem, maybe I would have been like, I don't need these guys. But they're good buddies still to this day and everything. And uh, just crazy stories and fun childhood. I'm happy to call them uh, Tomodachi's um we lost kenny rogers last week i know we so yeah i needed keen spelled out for me i mean five letters but then i was done uh we lost kenny rogers last week i didn't really mention that as much uh i mean i mentioned it but i didn't talk about it i was bummed loved him as a kid favorite song may have been the duet he did with kim Carnes, don't fall in love with a dreamer uh which is beautiful they just throwed it out it's amazing so many classics you know and uh again my sister and brother am i doing a recap Um, My sister and brother and I sang the songs for my parents when we lived in Temperance, Michigan, just across the Ohio-Michigan border, where we rooted for the Wolverines in the Ohio State-Michigan game every year. And went up to Ann Arbor a few times to watch some games, and I love that campus stadium whole feel. Um, So yeah, that's that's what's going on. My sister's wedding in Jackson Hole, they sang, her and her husband sang Islands in the Stream, which is Kenny and Dolly, which is just amazing and fun. And probably a lot of couples do that, but uh, just lovely, right? Just lovely. Um, so what's been going on this last week? I hope people are okay, right? That's the idea. Let's just get through this in a weird way by staying at home. Uh, work. My only work's been writing jokes um, and hopefully working on this podcast. And then I've been doing some yard work for my landlords, Mr. and Mrs um they've been kind enough or whatever desperate enough to use me i mean and by you know i've been telling friends i've been landscaping which means i've been picking weeds landscaping just sounds like oh yeah like i'm looking i've got a scale you know and i'm mixing cement you know what i'm doing i'm carrying cement mix 60 pound bags up hills that's what i'm doing exhausting and i'm picking weeds and i'm raking them once they're picked and it just rained so it's soft it's easy to pick and i'm raking those up bagging them i bag them too and then uh, i move them from where the weeds are pulled to the truck out front and then hopefully that evolves into something more or i'm going to blow my brains out but uh anyway it's good the connection with nature is fun um so that's been nice you know the soil and then at the end of the day just sitting down and like enjoying the sunset sunset like i'm working that late um, but it's a good, you know, it's good cause the landlord, I'm not going to be paying money. And, uh, you know, I think they know that. So it's like, Hey, can we kind of help each other out? Um, so that's what, uh, that's what we're doing. And it's so nice, man, being out in the sun, even my white lily ass, right? You just, you need that sun, man, that vitamin D. I love people just cling to these things. They know everyone just knows sun, vitamin D. So vitamin D man, vitamin D, nobody knows what it is or how it works, but we cling to the little that we do know. So. And people are like, oh, good hard work, yeah. Builds character. I got enough character. I'm 47. Got enough character. I had, t- I had enough character at 11, at 12, when I had acne and really wide hips that won't go away, still to this day. And wide thighs, so I look, look weird when I'm naked. This is really honest. Um, diet's been terrible. It's been a lot of Costco frozen stuff. A lot of frozen food. Can't be good. Minimal vegetable intake. I just got some avocados at the store. And... uh so that's, I try to go out once a day man I don't know about you guys I try to go out once a day people that are listening to this now are like yeah it's been over dude it's been over for a while but um, I try to go out once a day just to break things up two maybe three hours I'll bring my phone I'll park I'll buy something then sit in the parking lot for a while text listen to music or NPR Um, and NPR is great just, I just love like intellectualism it just blows through so much so much rah rah. I mean, I love college football, you know, more than probably anybody or pro football. But still, the intellectualism that comes with like an NPR or a PBS, I just, man, I just, it's such a turn on. Jill Stein to me is beautiful. Okay, um, so yeah, I'm sitting in the problem. Diet a lot of frozen food. Yeah, I go out once a day. It's a little too risky because I, I think people, especially in Southern Cal, where it's just this cavalier attitude. They're like, screw it, I'm untouchable. I'm exempt some of those some places like Arizona or or maybe Texas I can see where okay you have got the space but LA I don't know if you should risk it plenty of people are though I mean freeways are still empty and stuff but uh yeah I just got to get out and even I walk I got the bike I'm riding down to Pico and back um I'm going to ta- you know what I'm I'm taking it next time to San Vicente and then taking it to the water I don't care man I might even do that tonight um so um yeah haven't seen a lot of vegetables, but uh, we'll work on that. I think got to get the garden going once once we're out of this. All these things that are going to happen, all, all the things we said were going to happen. Once we have time on our hands, we have the time on our hands. And now all we're saying is, boy, once I'm out of this, this is the next set of lies that I think I'm going to do. You know, the next batch of stuff I'm going to put off. It's fine to have some of those things, but don't have too many, man. Don't don't be on that deathbed regretting. You know what I'm saying? Don't be on that deathbed regretting. Whether it's music or piano or I love yous or connecting with people. Man, you want to be, uh, you want to live, baby. Live, baby, live. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's some stuff that's been going on this past week. Got had some great posts this week. You know, some great. I'm taking my posts now, and I'm taking them up to Insta. I'll put a picture behind them, and really, you know, really making it bounce off the page. Uh, one of the funny ones I had was, uh, hey, I um, you know how they say my kitchen floor is so clean I could eat off it well my kitchen floor is so clean you could wipe it down put a kitchen table there wipe that down put some clean uh linen down that you've just washed then some clean plates wipe those down that I could eat off that (laughs) you know and you could go further with it you get silverware you could wipe down other stuff multiple times sprays um so feel free to make that joke your own take it as far as you want and just add to that but normally the saying is my kitchen floor is so clean I could eat off of it uh, which it which it is ours is, but uh, you still want to do the wipe down with the wipes, then the table, kitchen table, then that's wiped down. Spread, you know all this. You get it, you get it right. But sometimes we're Americans, we need these things kind of explained to us. Um, another one I posted was, uh, boy, my friends with kids better get some priorities and get back to me quicker when I send them a funny clip. You know, because there's all these funny clips going on, uh, being sent around. Whether it's coronavirus, whether it's uh, Agent Orange handling of it, or whether it's, uh, you know, Tiger King stuff. And, uh, yeah, how it's getting handled. Um, and there's funny clips. And I need feedback. I need feedback. I know you have kids, you know, three and four-year-olds, five-year-olds, multiple kids. Get back to me. Funny, ha huh? You know, I need, I need that, uh, what's it called, reassurance, reinforcement, attention. Um, I had one, one of my favorites, I think of recent weeks was, uh, wouldn't it be a burn if Native Americans uh, were immune to COVID-19? And that got a lot of love. I was very, very happy with that one. Um, Felt good, you know, felt good. So, um, you know, because that would be the ultimate, like, they're just fine while white people are getting slaughtered. Uh, Not that I endorse that at all. Um, things with the bike are going great We're halfway through guys We're halfway through this career ending episode 2 Of the podcast Keen on things All right, We're going to get some advertisers going Some ad sales It's going to be fantastic You guys going to be like I was with them in the beginning um, Got to get a lock on the, bi- on the bike Because otherwise I'm just driving around I'm like oh I can't stop I-, I have to eat or I have to buy something The whole reason I'm out here is to get some things And I can't Because I don't have a lock And I'm not leaving it out front Unless it's like a real mom and pop shop Or if it's two gay guys pop and pop shop or lesbian Mon ma, ma shop that are married, Prop 8, you know. Uh, and I got to get some lights so I can go at night because I'm going to need that because I want to go down to UCLA. I don't live far from UCLA. It's downhill, though, and I want to get down there and uh, park it, lock it, run the track when this is all over. Another thing, right? Um, performers doing free concerts online. Dave Matthews, Elton John, I'm sure others. Those are just the two that pop into my head right now. Love them both. Great dudes. Um, party guys, right? Uh, Netflix report. Very good. <laughs> Chris Frangiola's wife works for, I think, international department, um, overseas Netflix programming. And she's doing a bang up. I mean, all those shows, uh, I got caught up on better call Saul, all caught up on Narcos. Uh, I'd gotten away from them, but I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be back. And those both left me, uh, in a good cliffhanger situation. I like money heist Spain. You know, you need it's subtitles. You need to pay attention to these shows with subtitles. You can't be checking your phone. Otherwise, you're hitting that uh, circular rewind 10 second button because you lost it for a second. And you need to stay on top of that stuff, man. Uh, Netflix is helping with Spanish. I mean, all these shows I've mentioned Better Call Saul, Narcos, Money Heist, and uh, so many more. What else am I watching right now? Oh, Ozark. Ozark. Spanish. It opens with Spanish. And uh, Netflix is helping with Spanish. Right? Ozark has Spanish and scenes in Mexico. Netflix is doing more for spreading Spanish than Columbus. Do you get that one? That's a good one, too. Because uh, Columbus, although Italian, was financed by the Spanish and uh, spread Spanish. I mean, Hispaniola, Dominican Republic, Haiti. That's where it started, into Mexico, into Central and South America, uh, up into the western United States. And then, obviously, Jamestown and Mayflower hit. About 120 years later, and uh, white people moved east to west, white English, Europeans, and Dutch and stuff like that, and Spanish moved from kind of southeast to northwest, and as uh, I think it's Argus Hamilton says, they all met at like Pico and 18th, or something like that, pretty funny. Actually, those streets may be parallel. Pico and La Cienega, let's say. But that's really it, that's the uh, collision of cultures. Um. So, yeah, these series are great. I did uh, Tiger King just on peer pressure alone. Why do you drink so much by yourself? Peer pressure. Get it? Like you're making yourself drink. Because um, so many people were talking about it. And I wanted to get the references. I was like, let's do this. I finished, God, I finished a lot of these. Man in the High Castle. Are you kidding me? Who, who gets through that? What lunatic watches all that? Season one was tough uh, and season two, season three. You know, I loved it. I loved the concept of it. Um, you could, I could kind of tell that it was rushed. Like, I think the last few episodes, they were like, we got to wrap it up in two episodes. And they did. They did a good job. I just love the concept of what if scenarios, um, you know, had Japan had enough fuel, um, instead of having to really engage with America and let America stay out of the battle a little bit longer, could they have then just completely conquered China? Cause they had air control. They had money and then had, uh, Germany just waited before going into Russia had they just stayed on England. Um, continue that, close that bombing out. Then we're like, cool, now we're going into Russia. But instead they split and they were kind of doing those battles and England held tight, man. And uh, Germany, or Nazi Germany, wasn't able to um, accomplish what it wanted. Ruski's man, they just piled up their own bodies as a stalwart, as a, as a, uh, la- uh, what's it called? A, uh, a pull. I don't know. What the, why am I blanking on words? Okay. Uh, so, Finished Man in High Castle. It was great. It was fine. It was me. It was nerdy. You know, I can see why people wouldn't stick with it, but I loved it. And the, the, some of the performances there are phenomenal. Um, some of these shows I'm just finishing out of obligation. I think a lot of us do that. We're like not even enjoying it anymore. We're like, all right, I'm just going to do this last season. Then I'll get onto something that I really like. I don't know what that is. I'm raised Catholic. Maybe our whole lives are obligation. I don't know. I feel like that line in Parenthood where Mary something Steenberger, Urger, to Steve Martin, she's like, you don't have to. And he's like, my whole life is have to. And it's like, eh, you got two kids, maybe three, actually. I don't know. You can do it, right? You're in the outskirts of St. Louis. John Hughes, man. He was smart. He's smart to make up St. Louis because he's a Chicago guy, but he was like, Yeah, let's let's go. Because that might have been tough, man. He was a, probably a Cubs guy or a White Sox. And uh, he's making something about the Cardinals i got to find out if he's a Cubs or White Sox guy. Does anybody know? Email me if you know if John Hughes was a Cubs guy or a White Sox guy. It's got to be Cubs. I mean, Ferris Bueller. uh, Vacation. Okay. Um, All right, doing all the talking here. Cuomo stepping up. Oh, the brother. Yeah, we just found out that his brother, the CNN host, has COVID-19, going to be doing shows from his basement. That's crazy ironic. He was out there on the beaches doing interviews really put himself out there obviously hope he he gets better cuomo stepping up people people don't care about policy americans like people are like oh cuomo we don't even know where he stands on a lot of things we know he's a democrat but we're like oh maybe he can replace biden meanwhile bernie is right here with such great stances on every issue okay and he's knowledgeable on every issue unlike agent orange um People don't care about policy. Okay. Yeah, they want a calm voice and presence on TV, which they have with Cuomo. So automatically we're so intoxicated by the magic box that we're, we're already putting Cuomo in place of Biden. Um, yeah, Biden might be going down either through the Tara Reid situation or just that he can't even say a sentence. Uh, like, is the DNC that crooked? They're just going to prop someone up and they think... And maybe there is enough... I, I don't think there is, but maybe there is enough anti-Trump sentiment that... Even Biden, barely limping through any debates that are going to happen with Bernie or Trump. Him limping through is still enough for people to go, I don't care. It's not the president anyway. It's just, so who knows? Who knows? Um, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm with Bernie to the end, but then, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I won't write him in. I'll, I'll vote, uh, I mean, whatever. He's going to get California, or California's going to go blue anyway. But I'll be going Biden if it's Biden, if whoever it is, right? But I think Trump will destroy Biden. And you know what? I love people on all sides. So who knows? Just be a good person and give back. And that's a message to basically my Orange County peeps because you got all the money, guys. None of you, none of you see the world. You know, you're raising money. Your grandparents did a little bit, and they navigated and worked their ass off to get Orange County. But you're just you, you don't add value. You just retain it. Good for you. But give back a little. You got it more paved than any other human beings in history. I'm part of that, but I try to give back. And I traveled. I've ridden greyhounds. Um, yeah, so Dems are singing the praises of Cuomo, regardless of what his stances are. Um, so whatever, just get through this. Maybe Bernie could select him and be like, if I die, you get him. You get Cuomo. And maybe that could be enough for Bernie or Biden. Even though Bernie's going to live healthily into the ni- into his 90s. And people are like, oh, he's old and he's going to live to his 90s. I don't even think that's an argument anymore um okay now's the time of the show we had about uh we got less than 10 minutes left here thanks for listening by the way <clears throat> hopefully i'm pissing you off um gonna take some emails from last week okay this is part of the show where i take emails from our first show let me check my inbox nothing there okay we move on to the next segment um Co- I'd be more interesting oh coffee I just have right here I'd be more interesting on coffee what is that just a self critique right in the middle my script I'm holding out on you <coughs> excuse me I'm holding out on you because I, I would be even better than I am now this performance that I'm giving you or whatever it's honesty on coffee I'm hyped up man I can get interesting quick I love Dunkin Donuts iced coffee the flavor they like sugar cream I'm like sure even if you say no it tastes the exact same but, man, I love it. I think it's straight sugar, but I'm a junkie. The Dunkin', right? And they dropped the donuts part because they sell more in coffee. Whatever. I love the donuts, too. But um, I'm hooked. But, again, I tweak, man. I tweak that next day. So if there's a a blend out there, anybody that's specializing, if you could find me like a keen blend, a uh, perfect amount of decaf, I don't know how you're going to do it, but that's something we could do. Uh, that's an ad sales opportunity, guys, Dunkin' Donuts, if you want to sponsor and get my listeners coming into your shops. Uh, there's a place called Keen Coffee. And Co- I think they have two locations, one in Costa Mesa, one in Tustin. I've only been to the one in Costa Mesa, which is great. It's right across from this um, bar that has a basement that's fantastic. Keene Coffee, not the same spelling, Sister Ann. K-E-A-N, no E on the back end, K-E-A-N. But I do want to go in there and maybe talk to them about selling their coffee when I travel. And... Um, we could maybe split the proceeds and they could they, their next batch could be if someone wants to buy a second pack, they can go online and they've got a customer for life, whether they're in Iowa or Massachusetts or Florida or overseas. And uh, I don't know. I get to split, I guess, what I would sell them. I get to talk to Davy about that. Davy Charles. Um, finishing books left and right, too, guys. Finishing books with this, uh, with this, with this halt in action. Stalwart? Rampart was the word I was looking for. Rampart earlier. Stalwart. Rampart was a word. Go back and asterisk that. Finished uh, some books. Bernie's book was amazing. Bernie Sanders' book. I mean, the guy cares. I, I don't know why so many people hate someone that cares. That wants to end the wars. That wants to help the poor. That wants Medicare for all. That wants to help eradicate the prison industrial complex it's just the priorities are fantastic but uh, it's it's white people in that upper 10% percent that want to protect their money Th- that's it don't, and and they'll say every other excuse not to vote for them but that's what they're doing it's like just speak honestly just tell me that and they'll be like oh you're just protecting your financial interests but don't tell me it's not going to work come on w- what's happening now it's working I spend time in south central East LA parts of the valley you know whether it was driving uber or substitute teaching or going to road gigs or you know? And uh, it's it's ugly. Like, we have no clue. So, I don't know. It would just kind of be a nice reset for everybody. Um, but whatever. That's Bernie's book. It was amazing. Once then, the wars, helped the poor. Gets rejected for it. It's hilarious. Uh, read the big short. Great book. Don't know how much I understood. Love the movie. I've seen it like five to seven times. Um, still didn't understand the movie. I, I have to, It's like Joseph Conrad's Heart of Darkness. I've had to read that like three or four times. And it's like, you know what? I'm just going to watch Apocalypse Now. Or the making of, huh? Um, so let's see. Yeah, the greed, I do understand. I understand that aspect of the big short where people are just like uh, trying to make money, you know, and, you know, in a, from an office. It's kind of nice. It'd be great. What a, what a great problem that would be. And then the banks get bailed out. Now this is a whole nother issue. Do banks need to get bailed out because they're responsible for putting out loans and unlike something needs to be in these crazy times, whether it was 08 or now, do they, maybe they need to get bailed out. I don't know. I know Obama was criticized for um, not going after the people instead of bailing them out. But uh, anyway, this is, I don't know why I'm scratching the surface of these huge issues and then moving on to the next topic. Um, But the point is, people with the opportunity to make money, regardless of what happens to other people, will push forward. Will push forward. The cognitive dissonance is so powerful in 2020, more than it's ever been. Right? Like, oh, that's just a button, right? Well, no, that button erases humans. Yeah, it erases humans. It erases villages, families, little kids, uh, generations, pictures, people. It doesn't even matter if there's pictures. People. But, oh, no, it's just a button you know and that and that that's not just the, the political and military leaders that's business leaders that are like well that wipes out a community you know we build a stadium there or we buy this small mom and pop shop pop and pop mom and mom shop you know um, even though we get bailed out they don't don't worry if this guy can't make his payments let's get him you know let's screw him um, it's cognitive dissonance it's, it's, it's amazing now because once you see face to face stuff you tend to vote and feel and think differently Um, it's the reason Americans let these wars continue. I I read somewhere a general from the Iraqi war in 91. There was like footage of like a missile cutting a human in half. And they were just laying on the street still living. And the general's like, yeah, we can't let this footage exist. There'll never be war ever again. God forbid, huh? Christians, Christian country. Anyway, good read. Michael Lewis, (coughs) excuse me, also did Moneyball and liars, poker and blindside and flash boys. Um, So I am going to read... I did read um, Moneyball. I will read Liar's Poker. Blindside, the movie kind of turned me off. Um, Because they made it look like the kid was... Like Sandra Bullock was teaching this black boy in America football. Like he's a black kid in America. He knows how to play football. I don't know why it was like... It's just a little too much. Um, But... uh, I don't know why I have written here, refreshing that it's still primitive trends that dictate something so high-functioning and sophisticated as Wall Street. Oh, the greed thing, yeah. Maybe I'm giving Wall Street too much credit. Yeah. You study trends. That Michael Burry character that was played by uh, Christian Bale, I think he worked for Gotham, which was ironic. Gotham Capital, that was funny. Mm, full circle But he wasn't He wasn't really looking He was just looking kind of for trends And he saw something He wasn't looking to invest in anything He just saw that glaring gap And he took advantage of it And that's what I think life is It's like sometimes you just Kind of look for something Kind of not And that's where you hit it big uh, The whole concept though No adults in charge with this book, you know, you think that uh, you're safe cuz there are adults adults in charge, but it's not the case. Now it's children. I mean, at least we had World War 2 veterans in charge when we were kids. Our grandparents were like the World War 2 generation. So, us and our parents were covered. Now we're the parents and our parents are the grandparents, and now it's kind of like ch- they're children, man. They're babies. This uh, baby boomer with an emphasis on the baby. There's no adults in charge anymore. Look at our look at our leaders. Look at our debates these aren't men these aren't women they're criminals they're spoiled brat criminals um, but that's what you come away with more and more as you get older you're like oh there isn't adult behavior like people ruin their lives at age 50 with a fourth marriage just like they did at 20 when they had their third DUI or whatever And that was the message of Lord of the Flies, which is a book I read years ago. I remember in grade school. uh, But I just remember the adults arrive and then the misconception that thinking everything is fine now that the adults are here. That was the whole kind of paradox. Um, So, yeah, then I just have written here, our grandparents' generation uh, was so tough, responsible. Our parents were boomers, slightly less, generation X, and we're just children all the way through, right? Children holding on to childhood, into adulthood and making it worse for generations after us in some ways but also falsely worshiping the young (coughs) and giving them the authority to deem what's funny and what content gets financed. Cause like it's sometimes look at comedy now and I'm like, it's too baby and young and like pretty, this isn't funny, but it was us and the generation above us that handed down power to pretty young and didn't keep comedy as the uh, priority. And now it's a, kind of a mess well it's not a mess you just have to go to different places to find it i mean network tv are you kidding me still good money somehow uh i also read aaron hernandez's book which was good um really sad case there man i I started the netflix series on that and that the book is written from the perspective of his brother the the netflix show he's in it of course but um the book is really really good i mean he's such a he's such a cute kid playing football he's just the only two brothers and he's a good athlete, and he's just, you know, he was molested as a kid, he's by some kind of neighborhood older kid, and he's gay to begin with, which is a different set of battles, Um, listen to me, white mansplain, Um, and then, you know, the whole CTE, which he might have had as early as high school, because he was just, you know, a big kid that was just probably taking a pounding all the way through grade school and high school, I played up and through high school, but I wasn't taking a pounding, I was a receiver, tight end, and if there was an opportunity to go down or go out of bounds, I took it because I wasn't big enough to just run people over. And when you're that big, that's what you use as your weapon. And then he did it all the way through high school, college at Florida and in the pros where he played for Urban Meyer and Belichick. So that's quite an experience. And then unfortunately uh, perished in jail, which sucked. And then he came out the same year as Gronk. Those two as your tight ends on the Patriots. What an unbelievable draft by Belichick and that crew. Um, and what opposing lives like Gronk just seems like this effortless. Nothing's gone wrong. What is he? The youngest, or one of four brothers, upstate New York. And uh, Aaron Hernandez just had so much difficulty, and uh, had these dark sides to him. And I hope his brother uh, DJ is what they call his brother, who's awesome. I hope he uh, he and the family hang in there, man, and get through it. We're at 32 minutes. We are blowing. Through everything. Okay, um, so that's episode two. And uh, what do we... Uh, we're on lockdown here in California, here in L.A. Uh, weather's good. It's up to 80. A little muggy today. But, uh, you know, we're at the end of March. April Fool's Day coming up. Should be interesting. And, uh, yeah. Hang in there, man. By the time you get this, you'll already have hung in there. So uh, I'm sure people are sick of hearing that, too. And when we get out of this as comics, it's like... I think we'll be talking about... Um, this whole, uh, COVID-19 a week, a month tops, I think. And then it's on, to, you better have material. Cause I, I just, I already dread hacky COVID-19 material. And just like, I don't know the artist, the true comic incorporates it well enough that you don't even notice. So that's what I'm hoping to be. And you can always get better and <clears throat> create more content. Um, so we'll talk to you next episode, which if if you're streaming these, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Then you're just going to the next one right away and you won't have to wait at all, which is an interesting part of Netflix. You don't have to wait, which is kind of a bummer too, because you're like, you don't let yourself get in the moment. You're like, oh, I'm going to the next episode. I don't have to wait a week. That's what one thing I kind of do miss. But you, at the end of a season, you get that. Am I arguing with myself? Okay, ad sales wrap, potential uh, ad opportunities, offer up, is a site i've been using jump on jump in i'm looking for a hat because i'm doing all this yard work i need a bigger hat i can't just do a baseball hat or one of these straw hats i need something that covers my whole white fat face chubby not fat uh naturally like that though i'm not a fat guy um matcha tea is a nice maybe supplement for coffee you know dunkin donuts i'll still do i'll still do whatever ad sales you guys want But matcha tea, Starbucks, I don't know, any brand wants to sponsor me do that. Sleep medication, because my material and my voice and my podcast here are so boring um, that they're putting people to sleep. Hopefully nobody's listening on the road that's sleepy. You are listening while you're driving, but not if you're sleepy, because this will put that final nail in the coffin. So some sleep medication ads, inserts would be nice here. And then coffee in general. How funny, sleep medication comes right before coffee, Um, because I do love it. And then I'll also do alcohol um, if anybody wants to get involved. You know, I'll go family, too, if you want to, like, Gideon's or St. James. Bibles. But, uh, all right, this is episode two, and uh, thanks for sticking with me. It's going to be a little longer, it looks like, five minutes longer. Maybe I'll shoot for 35-minute episodes. But uh, I appreciate you. Um, really appreciate you listening, guys. Email me, patrickkeen at hotmail. Dot com Keen, K-E-A-N-E, just like it sounds. Do you have anything to plug? Yeah, just um, Keen on Things podcast that's available on Stitcher and all these places. YouTube account, Patrick Keen Mascots. And then uh, Keen of Comedy on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. So thanks, guys. Hang in there. Love you. And we'll see you next time on Keen on Things. Yeah, bitch.